podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, welcome to the Snooker Scene Podcast. I'm Dave Hendon. The big snooker news of the last week, of course, is the return of the King of the Crucible, Stephen Hendry, seven times world champion, has accepted a two-year wildcard, a discretionary wildcard from World Snooker to come back and play on the tour. He retired in 2012. We thought we'd seen the last of him on the Pro Tour because he wasn't happy with his game back then, although... He did make that maximum at the World Championship that year, has been doing other things, played in a few legends and seniors tournaments, but he's back and uh, it's a great, quite a buzz certainly uh, on social media, a lot of people excited to see him, we're not quite sure exactly when he's going to be back playing, he's talking about potentially the UK Championship. Now last week uh, when all this happened, Eurosport asked me to interview Stephen and I thought you might like to hear the audio of that, which is what this podcast is going to be. You'll hear from it. He's uh, quite excited to be coming back, although uh, I think one thing he might want to do is uh, study exactly how it all works now, because he's talking about, you know, not wanting to go to Barnsley for qualifiers. Well, that's not a thing right now. Pretty much all the events will be in Milton Keynes, and most of them will be every player coming in from the start, which is he said is what he prefers. That's why he's targeting the UK Championship. Of course, there is the Scottish Open as well, which is played for the Stephen Hendry Trophy, so surely he will be in that one as well. Time will tell. Uh, of course, uh, Eurosport show 19 tournaments and uh, Eurosport.com have written up the interview and there's lots of other snooker features you can watch on there. The first tournament on Eurosport this season will be the European Masters in just a couple of weeks' time. Anyway, Stephen Hendry is back. Who thought we would see this day? And this is what he had to say last week. Stephen, welcome back, first of all. Um, how did this come about? Were you sort of offered the card out of the blue? Um, I think... Uh... As you know, I've been working a bit with Stephen Feeney. Um, I did about eight to, to ten sessions with him pre-lockdown, and things were going really well. Um, I started to hit the ball properly, and he was telling me where I was going wrong and things like that. And then, obviously, lockdown happened, and I didn't play for four months. Um, then, when it was possible, we had one session, and then, obviously, I had to work the World Championship for 17 days, so I didn't really practice. I knew the World Seniors was coming up. Uh, we had a couple of sessions a couple of days before that, and I, and I played better. Um Still not. I mean, I'm, I'm never happy with how I play, but my, my, my game, you know, I started to hit the ball fine. Um, and Steve and I, we, we talked about it, what's, you know, whether the possibility of playing in some events, but um, it only came to a head when I played golf with Barry. Uh, Mark Williams and I went to Essex to play golf with Steve and Barry last week. And, and I was going to tentatively say to Barry, what were the chances and, and possibly next year? Um, but he approached me and said, um, what do you think? We've given one to Ken, and obviously Jimmy. Um, you know, what do you think? We've seen you playing a bit better. Um, and I said, yes, yeah. so, to be honest, I've been thinking about it. But yeah, maybe not yet. He said, well, we need to know in like two days' time because we need to announce it. The season start. And I went, oh, OK. I wasn't prepared for it um, to, be, to happen that quickly. Um, but then I thought, why not? Um, and look, it's not it's not a full comeback. I think um, you know I need to get the reason I'm not doing a lot of press today is I'm I'm trying to calm down the expectations. You know I'm I'm not not going to play like Jimmy and Ken playing every event. Um, I'll pick and choose them when I'm ready, when I feel I'm ready. Um, and 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 that's basically it, really. I, I you know I, I don't want to build up too much that I'm I'm going to be coming back practicing six eight hours a day and playing in every event because that's not happening. It sounds like you didn't have long to make up your mind, but how hard no. or how easy a decision was it in the end to, to actually take, to, to, to make the step? Yeah, typical ruthless Barry. Yeah, let me know tonight, he said, <laughs> after playing golf. Um, I guess it was quite an easy decision. Um, 
basically from what I just said, I knew I wasn't going to come back full time and play in every event, going playing qualifiers every week and, and what have you. I knew it was always going to be a situation of picking and choosing events. Um, so yeah, it was. It's, it, I, I don't know. I don't think it's really sunk in yet. That that you know, just I mean, looking at all the, the, the press today, the back pages of papers. I've never. I think the last time I made a back page of the paper when I won my seventh world title. I mean, it's, it's, it's gone a bit, gone a bit mental actually. But um, but yeah. So I, I just want to try and play down expectation for my own benefit as well as anyone else's because I don't want to turn up at tournament and people think oh this is this is a re-coming of Stephen Hendry he's going to win, win an eighth world I'm getting all that and it's just nonsense at the moment basically I don't want to come back and, and try and enjoy playing in the match arena again Have you decided yet then what you are going to play and what what do you think the first tournament will be? Um, I'm not nothing set in stone yet I'm tentatively possibly looking at the UK um, because that's obviously everyone starts at the venue and everyone plays at the same venue from start to finish. Um, I'm not that keen on going to wherever they do the qualifying, Barnsley, wherever, and qualifying for events that are not there. Um, so I'll tend to probably play, if I am going to play events that I just start at the same place as everyone else and just continue through. Um, so, yeah, tentatively looking at the UK, but it's, as, as I say, it's not set in stone. It, it, all, it all depends on how... I mean, obviously, there's entry dates that have to be adhered to, but it, it depends on how I feel on the table myself. You said you're not targeting an eighth world title, but what are your sort of aims and goals coming back? Because you don't want to disgrace but, yourself, obviously. No, absolutely not. I mean, there's no point in coming back and embarrassing myself and, and getting beat. I mean, it could happen, but I, I, that's not the, the aim to do. Is I'm not just doing it for a publicity stunt or anything like that. It's, um, Stephen Feeney said when, it, when I first got together with them and says what do you want from this and I said basically I just want to enjoy playing snooker again um I played in some seniors events and it was just torture I mean I was just struggling to beat every I mean it was just horrible uh couldn't hit the ball properly um I basically know all the shots I just couldn't play them um even simple shots so it, I said I just want to enjoy playing again snooker is all I know it's what I'm best at um, and I just even if it's just in practice or an exhibition I want to enjoy playing um so that's what I want to get out of this as well I want to go if I go out in arena and, uh, you know, go out there. I just want to feel that I'm, that I'm enjoying it. I'm playing shots that I know I can play. What difference do you think uh, Steve Feeney's made and, and Sightwright has made to your game? Uh, I don't fully understand it all yet. Uh, it's, it's get, you know, as I said to him, it says I can pop balls, but I have no idea how they work. Um, it, it's, it's quite, for me, it was quite complicated to take in. Um, it's a whole different way of sighting. I mean, I, traditionally, when I started, I, I used my right leg to get on the line of the shot. We're now I'm I'm lining it up from the middle, um, so I'm I'm basically think I'm I'm hitting everything thick. So it's getting used to all that, and there's still shots that catch me out. Even the seniors' easy shots are catching me out more than my long game is pretty good. Um, so yeah, it's about just getting that aim. And be, I mean, the the brutal thing about it, it says when you were young and started, you were very thin and slim, so you you could get the cue dropping online. Now, as we get older, I don't know what he was meaning by this, but your bodies get a little <laughs> bit wider. So, so you're no longer getting down to the shot online just because your whole body shape and your stance has changed. So it's a whole new way of, of looking at it. And, and basically what he says was when I you know, talked about yips in my book and not being able to go through the ball properly decelerating, basically because I wasn't online. Um, and, and so, yeah, as I said, I'm, I'm excited about how it's going. But, uh, yeah, just not making any silly predictions. I guess so. To some extent, you'll have to go back to the grind of practice, which is, I mean, you, you probably miss competing, maybe not miss practice as much, but, you know, to not sort of maybe embarrass yourself, you're going to have to put the work in, aren't you? Are you prepared to do that? I'm prepared to, to, to a certain extent. 
I'm not going to go back to playing six hours a day. Um, that's that's I, can't, I just couldn't do that. Um, different if I'm playing someone. If I go and have a practice session with someone, you'll you, you play longer. But in terms of solo practice, I think a couple of hours I'll do. Um, but I'll have to do that regularly. You're right. I'll have, I can't just the week before an event all of a sudden start playing because that's what I've been doing at seniors events and I just haven't been able to compete. So yeah, I mean it's going to have to start pretty soon. I'm going to have to start getting back to the table right on a regular basis. Eight years since you retired, how much have you missed being out there, particularly obviously in the in the big tournaments, the World Championship? Has it been difficult? Because you've been turning up as a commentator, but not playing. Has, has it been hard to watch everyone else taking away the trophies? It, it's, 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 I still miss the buzz of being in an arena. You know, when you're standing out there at the Crucible or wherever on final night, you know, talking to Hazel or whoever it is, and the place is absolutely jumping. Uh, you know, yo, I'll still want a cue in my hand, not a microphone. Um, and it's one of the reasons I think that I've accepted this wild card is to, even if it's just once, experience what it's like to be out there. Um, obviously, times are different now. There's no no fans to speak of. Um, and, I mean, playing in the World Series, I think Rob asked me, what do you think the Crucible empty? And I thought, it's just not the Crucible. Uh, it's just a big empty room. It just didn't seem to me to be the Crucible. So, yeah, to, to get out there again and, and possibly play a match against one of the best players in a full arena if you know if a win or lose whatever but just to be out there experiencing that again would be worth coming back just for that looking back you may have retired too early i know you obviously had the the stuff going on in china which took a lot of your time but have you have you thought since then maybe i should have carried on i think if, if it was the situation now that it was then i possibly would have carried on because then you had to play in everything you couldn't you know you, you couldn't miss any tournaments uh, whereas now you can pick and choose uh, obviously if if you're planning on climbing up the rankings, you need to play in more more events than not because you want the money to to go up and climb the rankings. Ranking doesn't bother me this, with this situation now. This comeback, I'm just want to play events, try and enjoy them, and see what happens. Um, but if the situation existed now that is then, I'd be a similar situation to Ronnie. I think I wouldn't play in everything. But those of us who covered your career, Stephen, we know that you know you weren't like Steve Davis who enjoyed playing you enjoyed winning didn't you mm. to, what, to what extent do you think you maybe will stop enjoying it if the, if the results don't come <laughs> maybe me I probably yeah I'll probably leave as quickly as I've joined <laughs> but um, yeah it, it, that, that side of the, the thing will, will be hard because um, there's no doubt I will lose more matches than I win um, certainly in, in the beginning um, and as I say, I have no expectations at all and that, that will be the hard thing for me because it, even in the seniors it's hard um, I've sort of you know, balanced against losing seniors, knowing that I haven't prepared. But if I do prepare to some extent for this and still play terrible and kind of embarrass myself or feel like I've embarrassed myself, yeah, it'll, it'll be hard to take. What do you think about, you know, you're a commentator now, what do you think about the state of the game at the top level? Um, has it moved on that much since you stopped playing, do you think? Um, oh, I'm not going to go into arms and legs in that debate, but, um, <laughs> but uh, it's... It's, I've always thought it's not what people make out to, you know, people rave about how high the standards are. And I've always, you know, I think down, you go down the rankings, I think, you know, the, the, the standard has generally improved. Yeah, because I think um, looking back to, to certainly the early 90s, of the World Championship, you'd have two or three really comfortable rounds before you played anyone, um, you know, that you thought could beat, so thought it could beat me. Um Whereas now I think you can generally first round matches are a lot tougher now for second round matches, so that the, the the strength and depth is definitely bigger. But I I genuinely don't think there's many of the top players doing anything that I wasn't doing at my peak. Um, I genuinely believe that. Um, 
I think Ronnie on his day is is is, is just an incredible player, and um, Judd Trump on his day is as well. Um, these two possibly taking it a little bit higher, but the rest of them, I don't think there's anyone doing anything that, that I wasn't doing. How close do you think you can get to that standard now? Oh God, I, I have no idea, David. I have no idea. I wish, I wish, I wish I did. Um, there was a couple of frames in the seniors where I felt really good. Uh, when I, I, I can't remember. I think it was Nigel and I missed on 88. There was three reds left. I was devastated not to do the total clearance. Um, I started to feel really good in the balls. And that's for me, scoring's my thing. You know, if I can't score, then I wouldn't beat anybody. Um, so, yeah, there's there a couple of sort of frames where I felt relaxed. Um, composure is the thing I need to get back because that's what beat me against Jimmy in the semi-final. I had no composure whatsoever. So that's what I need to get back. Some people have said, obviously, Ronnie O'Sullivan has taken a few of your records that, that, that you set and look like would, would last for a long time. You've still got the seven world titles because he's now on six. Has that motivated you at all, the fact that he's sort of nipping at your heels a little bit? No, not at all. Not at all. That's this got nothing to do with it. Um, I have no inclinations or, or thinking that I'm going to come back and stop him winning <laughs> some winning titles. That's not, that's not in the, the, the decision-making at all. It's purely about missing the buzz of being in an arena playing, um, seeing what I can do if I can play, start playing anywhere near the way I could. Um, and that's basically it, really. There's been a lot of comments about this, as you'll be aware, of course, on social media. And one or two people have said, we actually, we're really happy he's coming back, but we're worried maybe he won't enjoy it, or maybe he's sort of almost his legacy, legacy will be tarnished. That seems unlikely because, you know, you've won so many things in the game. But was that a slight concern for you as well? Because comebacks in sports don't always work, do they? Yeah, and I think that's the reason why I'm, I'm trying to keep it low-key and, and, and try and not, you know, come out all guns blazing, like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. I've got no expectations at all. Um, you know, we just literally see, see what happens. And, um, no, I think, I think my, my, my sort of legacy in the game will, 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 will stand. Um, there'll, there'll be people who, if I play badly, will be disappointed by it and will think I shouldn't have done it. Um, but it's just one of them things I've, I felt, you know, I, I, I should do. And, as I said, you know, I mean, it's, I don't know what events I'll play in. It depends on how I feel in the practice table, how I feel my game is, how strong it is. Um, Barry Warmay says, if you don't play in a single event of two years, you won't get another one. <laughs> so um, so if I want to, want to play, I've got to, you know, I need to play in something. But again, I still, if I feel I'm going to embarrass myself, I, w I won't play. There seems to be a lot of affection towards you, Stephen. It's different to the days when you were sort of booed Very when strange. you beat, beat Jimmy Wyatt. <laughs> but, but that just shows you, I shows you, I guess, you know, your longevity in the sport. It must be quite heartening that... There's been so many messages from people. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. It really is, and, I, and I'm I'm you know genuinely touched by some of the messages on, on on Twitter. I mean, you know, Twitter. There's always going to be one or two that that are not, <laughs> but um, but but genuinely, everyone's been you know really you know the messages this morning. Oh, good luck. You know, it's brilliant to see you back and all that sort of thing. And and yeah, I mean, it's it's it is. I'm 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 chuffed to bits about the the response it's had. Mm. I was reading your book actually only last week. Me and the table and um, the title only is last in... week. Well, I've, I've been busy these last it's couple of years. Very good, David. <laughs> <laughs> I've been very busy with snooker, but the, the title—the title is important, isn't it? Because you actually say in the book that the table is essentially where you sort of feel the most comfortable. And I guess, although you've been around snooker these last eight years, you've not been playing full time. It must have been difficult to sort of try and define yourself almost as something else. Yeah, yeah, very much so. I mean, I, I said that I've had my my job as um, sort of global ambassador of Chinese eight ball pool, but it's not it's not the same as, as, as being world champion at snooker and being on a snooker tour. Um so yeah you kinda of think, you know, that is that 
you know, you look at people, you know, win, winning all these titles and being out there playing, you kind of think that's, you know, that, that should be me, although I retired. So it shouldn't, you know, it shouldn't be me because I'm retired. But um, yeah, you kind of still think you're a snooker player. Um, I kind of still get jealous when they're out there playing well, thinking I could, I could be there and, and kind of thing. But um, no, it's, it's it, <clears throat> I suppose, and, and people in every sport feel this, you've got to come to terms with when, when the career ends and you do something else. But, <clears throat> excuse me, certainly commentating and, and punditry, although it's still involved in a, a sport that I love um, and it's all I know, it's not the same as playing. That's the thing, you, you know, you weren't just a player, you were the most successful player ever. So it must have been hard to get that buzz back from just ordinary life, I guess. Hey, well, you just can't. You can't, and it's, 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 it's you know, it's not the same. And it's, and it's <clears throat> sometimes you wake up and you think it is, it's, you know, it's a, when it goes as serious as the same words like depressing, because that's obviously it means a lot more to, to other people. But as a sportsman, when that's been your whole life since you were 13, 14, to have that buzz and to all of a sudden wake up in the morning and it's not there anymore, um, it's quite a hard thing to, to, to come to terms with. Mm. You're still known, of course, as the king of the crucible. I'm guessing you, that's one tournament you will be playing. You'd have to qualify, but what would it mean? What would it mean to to be back, you know, in the final stages again? Uh, I mean, to to walk down the stairs there into with a cue in my hand, if it was packed again, would be. I mean, that's that would just be unbelievable. Um, uh, it's obviously it's obviously a target in the future. Um, there's, no, there's no doubt about it. That's the one that I, I'm. I'm you know, almost definitely going to play in. Um, listen, if I get through four qualifying rounds, it's going to be tough enough. Um, mm. But yeah, just to just to walk down those stairs and 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 you know, nod your head to both sides of the arena and go to whatever table you're on, be that would be incredible. How exciting is it to be coming back? It's sort of almost like going back to school in a way, isn't it? You're going back to where it all started for you when you're when you're a teenager. Yeah, it's, it's it's as I say, I don't think it's quite sunk in yet. I don't think it will do until I start, you know, practicing again and and. You know, I get uh, an email that the entry forms are, are due or whatever like that. I think that's when I'll finally hit home. I mean, I've already had one already for, for the, I think it's the European mm. Open or something like that, that which I'm not playing in. Um, but yeah, I think packing your suitcase, packing your stuff to, to go to a tour, I think it'll, it'll definitely hit home. Um, and uh, But yeah, the moment is kind of, kind of surreal. And what do you think, maybe maybe you can't answer this, but what do you think the other players will feel seeing you again? Because a lot of them were quite happy you retired. <laughs> they saw yeah. the back of you. Now, now you're back again. <laughs> I, I I don't think if, uh, a few a few of them have commented on uh, my seniors' performances, and I don't think I don't think they'll be quaking in the boots just yet. <laughs> so, so if we sort of, how would you sort of define a successful return? Would it be okay? I've won a few matches. I've played well, or is it actually I want to go deep in these events? Uh, I think to start with, winning a few matches and playing well. I think competing, you know, competing with in a match, not being completely, um, you know, just just just, you know, getting in and, and scoring scoring him. And I'd like to, you know, make a few centuries and um, and uh, yeah, but just just play good snooker. I think. I mean, if I play good snooker anywhere near the way I used to play, then I will mm. go deep in tournaments. But it's, that's mm. the big if. And what difference did it make uh, playing that scene is at the Crucible? It wasn't any old venue. It was the most famous venue in snooker. I know there was no crowd. Mm. You, you did play some good stuff. Obviously, you had a meeting with Jimmy in the semis. Mm. They must have brought back all the memories. Was that also a fact, do you think, having that little taste to play in there in, in the seniors tournament? Yeah, but, and, and playing playing a bit better as well. You know, hitting the ball properly in, in, in a lot of the shots. Scoring a bit heavier. Um, you know, I think I had a few 60s and 70s and, and a couple of 80s. Um, 
in my three matches. So that 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 felt good. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, listen, I'm not going to say the seniors is the same standard as the main tour. That you know, people will say that. Oh, yeah, you're getting ten chances a frame. Um, you know, it's not the same. Um, and when you start coming up against the proper tour players, you're going to get less chances. So you've got to be sharper. Um, but yeah, it was just the fact that I basically just started to hit the ball better. Simple as that. And I thought, you know, where could this go? Are you planning to play any safety shots at all? Or is it going to be the old Stephen Hendry attacking mode? <laughs> funny, fun, funny enough, I had a message from Dennis Taylor this morning congratulating me. And he said, he commented on the match with Jimmy. He said, you're going to have to play a safe, more safety game. He says, you made it too easy for Jimmy. You're going for everything. <laughs> but because I played quite I played quite good safety in my match with Nigel Bond in, in my second match. But for some reason, I thought I had to attack Jimmy. Um, and yeah, it, it, it didn't work. I mean, none of us were really that good. I know Jimmy would have won 30, but we were both making a lot of mistakes. But um, but yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, all parts of my game are going to have to be in, in, in good order to compete, um, even in, in, in the early rounds, never mind getting to, to later in the tournament. Because I, I mean, I'm going to be coming at the bottom, right? So I presume I'll be getting tough draws straight away in these tournaments. I could get up against yeah. Ronnie in the first round, do you know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, that's uh, quite a scary thought, actually. I guess that's where you want to be, isn't it? Centre stage against a top player, testing yourself. That's that's where you've kind of lived for for decades, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a bit. If, I mean, if you did get drawn, obviously you'd be put on the main table, um, which would be, um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's impossible to say how I'd cope with that and, and, until it happens. Well, Steve, we're looking forward to seeing you again. Many of us thought we wouldn't see this day, but we're all <laughs> we're all very happy you're coming back. All the best. I hope you enjoy it. Thanks very much, David. Cheers. Thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network.